welcome to the Church Music Makers Podcast. I'm your host, Craig Harmon. Before we dive into our topic today, I want to tell you a little bit about EasyChoirMusic.com. If you're a regular listener of the podcast, you hear me talk about Easy Choir Music a whole lot. It is a great resource for you if you're a choir director and you're looking for music to prepare for this fall. Go check it out. If you're looking for music that's two-part, three-part, SAB, SATB, there's some great, great resources there. You can also get the PDF of the file of the song that will give you as many copies as you need. You can print those up, but you can also get rehearsal tracks. You can get accompaniment tracks. It's just such a great resource. EasyChoirMusic.com is just wonderful, so I encourage you to go check it out. Today's topic is one that I think is is probably one of the most important topics that I've talked about pretty much ever on the podcast, and it's something that I think we're always a little bit hesitant to talk about. We're going to unpack that just a little bit as to why that is. But last week, the world got to see, as we're going through the Olympics, got to see Simone Biles. Simone Biles, if you're not familiar with her, is a highly decorated gymnast uh, from actually here in the Houston area where I live. And she pulled out of the team competition last week and it wasn't because she was physically injured but it was because she developed something that gymnasts call the twisties basically what happens is you kind of zone out in the middle of your routine this brought a whole lot of controversy and a whole lot of questions and comments and everything else from everybody around the world. And I thought that led into a really important and essential point for us all as we really unpack and wrestle with what do we do to take care of and prioritize our mental health. Now, when you're talking about sports, uh, which I'm, I'm a fan of sports, and one of the things that we see a whole lot um, is some of these issues developed with mental focus or powering through those mental focuses or issues or challenges that may come up. Um, I'm a Green Bay Packer fan. I grew up in Wisconsin, and one of the more famous stories was after the death of his father, Brett Favre went out and played an amazing football game. That's something that we don't typically expect when something like that, whether it's a parent or, as in his case, not only a parent, but somebody who was impactful in his development as a football player and encouraged him we don't expect people to to do these kinds of things. And I think that that's something that 
really we have to figure out for ourselves as we go through this. And I'll, I'll get back to that in a moment. But there's been, and if we're talking about sports, other uh, recent issues. Um, Naomi Osaka, a tennis player, um, pulled out of Wimbledon because she uh, had, again, she said she needed to focus on and prioritize her mental health. And then one of the, the big things that happens in baseball um, is that sometimes players develop what's called the yips, which is where um, specifically the second baseman has trouble throwing the ball to first base. It's one of the shortest throws on the baseball field. Um, and very notably, second basemen have developed this and struggled with it. It's, it's not a physical issue. It's a mental issue, a mental challenge. And so I think about this. No, we're not professional athletes. We're musicians. But our mental health and our focus is extremely important. And one of the things that Simone Biles said in, in regard to um, her stepping away from the Olympics is this. She said, we also have to focus on ourselves because at the end of the day, we're human. So we have to protect our mind and our body rather than just go out there and do what the world wants us to do. Now, when you're talking about gymnastics, and I'm not a gymnast by any stretch, but I, I did a lot of reading and, and watching some videos and talking about this um, in, in preparation for, for this podcast. One of the biggest things uh, when you have some kind of mental issue or challenge um, when it comes to gymnastics, specifically this thing they call the twisties, you can definitely have the potential for some significant injury when you have a gymnast who is flying through the air and um, may completely just lose focus as to where they are and you could break bones, you could possibly even become paralyzed. And no one wants to see that. But I thought that what she said was really fascinating, that at the end of the day, we're human. And we have to protect our mind and our body. And when it comes to ministry, and when it comes to being a musician, we are human. We are not <laughs> a machine that makes music. And all of us have our good days, all of us have our not-so-good days, and many of us have some significant struggles. And it's really figuring out how do we navigate through this? How do we, how do we care for ourselves? How do we, as Simone Biles said, protect our mind and our body? Because when we're focused on ministry, we are giving to others. But how much do we receive in return? Do we allow ourselves to receive in return? Our mental health is something that we have to prioritize. 
But the challenge is, we grow up making music from many of us childhood on, and we excel at it enough that we want to pursue it as a career. And the reality is that making any form of art, it's difficult because it's so personal. And of course, people have their opinions, whether they like it or not. And especially when we're talking about worship and we're talking about the church. You didn't sing my favorite song enough, or you sing this song way too much, or why did the choir do this, or any kind of other issue that we may face. And really, in, in many cases, it's not just that fatigue that sets in, it can lead into our self-esteem and our, our view of ourself, of are we valuable, are we enough, are we capable? I'll tell you, I had an experience where I made a decision that really I shouldn't have made and it, it really set me back and, and really helped me to realize in that moment that I have to prioritize my mental health. It was early on for me. Um, I had just gotten married a year and a half earlier. Um, and my position was cut because the church had no money. Long, long story on that. I will not bore you with those details. But it happened late September. So here I am, newly married. I need an income. What do I do? Well, I was also teaching um, music classes in the school that the church had as well. So I said, well, I'll go ahead and contract with the, the church because they had no other backup plan. And I contracted with the church. And that decision, looking back now, was not a healthy decision for my mental state of being. Because every time I walked into that building, every time I walked into that church, I was reminded of those conversations I was reminded about that decision. And I struggled with that. So finally, it got to the point I had put in the contract, somehow smartly enough, that I could give two weeks notice and be done. Well, I gave about six weeks, actually. Um, right before Easter, I said, Easter is going to be my last Sunday. That's it. I'm done. Because I just could not continue. Now, maybe you've never had that kind of experience, and I pray that you haven't. But we all have those issues and those challenges that come up from time to time. Hopefully, and I pray that this isn't the case, it's not something major that could lead to burnout or could lead to completely walking away from ministry altogether. And so the biggest question, and this is the question I kept asking myself as I was preparing for this podcast, is how do you prioritize your mental health? I mean, it's, it's a fair question. It's an important question. Because if I'm going to talk about 
how important mental health is and I'm going to talk about how necessary it is well how do you how do you prioritize it and I think the first step is if you're to the point where you need a counselor and sometimes even before the need is there talking with a professional being able to get feedback having the opportunity to process through some of those struggles because reality is when we're ministering to and caring for people it's messy it's hard and I think the saying is very true hurt people hurt people and the church is a place full of hurting people and even us we are hurting in whatever way that happens and so we can unintentionally or sometimes even intentionally hurt other people so that's I think the first thing is if you get to that point or you feel like you're on that trajectory talk to a mental health professional and there's a lot of issues and stigma around that that you know we we feel like we're we're not that bad off and we can just push through don't do that because I have been there I have done it and it's not a good place to be it's not a healthy place to be the second thing I think is really a helpful and beneficial thing is if if you have a trusted friend who is not part of your ministry and I'm not talking about your spouse your spouse needs to be there no matter what but have somebody who's not in your congregation not involved in your ministry who is a neutral party that you can talk to and if you're anything like me this is a challenge because for me I grew up in the church the church was my life I literally lived next door to the church till I graduated from college I went to college with people who are now pastors who are teachers and so on and after I graduated from college and started serving in the church the church was my life so having somebody who is outside of the church was a little bit of a challenge but my biggest encouragement for you is have somebody who's not in the middle of it all who can be independent to say hey you know what this is not working this is not helpful maybe you need to do something different maybe they need to do something different maybe there's something that needs to happen third thing stay rooted in scripture one of the most important things when we're talking about those struggles that we have when we're talking about identity and we're talking about that focus and our our mental health is go back to who you are and whose you are that you are created in the image of God yes you are broken and fallen yes we all are but you are God's child you are loved by him you are redeemed by him and that helps immensely sometimes it 
is hard to look in the mirror and see those things and say those things about yourself. Again, I've been there and done that. But the more you can stay rooted in Scripture, the more you can see what God sees, the help, more helpful that's going to be for you. Hinging right off of that is the fourth idea. Giving yourself grace. Especially now that we're in August and we're starting to ramp up for rehearsals and our ministry seasons, especially after COVID and whatever unknown is coming up ahead of us, we're tired. Flat out tired and drained physically, emotionally, mentally, everything. Give yourself grace. You may have an idea of how things should get done and how your planning should happen, but if it doesn't, it doesn't. And it's okay. Giving yourself that grace and that understanding that while it may not get done immediately or in the steps or the way that you want it to, it will get done. That's essential. And the fifth one, and I think it's one that we overlook. Balance is key. Make sure that you're giving yourself that balance. For the longest time, uh, when I was in ministry full time, I didn't do that. I was unbalanced. I like to think that I was balanced more than I was, but I wasn't. And I'm not saying be lazy, make excuses. That's not it at all. It goes back to that whole idea of giving yourself grace. Realizing that you cannot be thinking about and focused about ministry 24-7. It is okay to mentally check out from time to time, especially if you're full-time, just as much if you're part-time. Because if you are constantly focused and you're not giving yourself that break, you will run yourself into the ground. And then you're no good for anybody at all. I hope that this has helped to give you some things to chew on. Maybe as you're looking in the mirror and as you're taking inventory of your ministry, taking taking inventory of your life and where you're at, maybe being honest with yourself, you're saying, yeah, I'm, I'm not really doing what I need to do to care for my mental health. I hope that these have given you some ideas and given you some tools. Mental health is not something that we can see, right? It's not like a gymnast who twists an ankle or breaks a leg or anything like that. It's something completely different. And so that makes it hard to explain. It makes it hard to 
go through and it's something that individually we all have to figure out how we best process through that and how we hopefully cope with that and, and live with that because we all will face challenges at some point it's just the reality of life it's the reality of ministry one thing that I'm offering um, if you're interested is coaching not just for your mental health but just overall for your ministry um, if you're interested in that check out the coaching tab on churchmusicmakers.com I've got a link to it in the show notes I'd love to help you um, I know sometimes that finances can be a little bit of a challenge and so I've tried to price it fairly reasonably and if you're interested in that reach out to me and I would love to help and also if you are looking for music I'd encourage you like I said at the beginning to go to easychoirmusic.com but also check out uh, my arrangements and compositions that I have over at churchmusicmakers.com I um, also want to highlight I've got a couple of devotion resources that I've written um, one's called songs for the seasons that's a Christmas one uh, another one is words of worship which is uh, devotions based on song songs and hymns and then the third one is psalms of worship uh, based on psalms they're short um, they're good for individual uh, devotional time and also work really well for rehearsals as well if you wanted to use those as a, a group setting this fall I'm also going to be working on a lot of new things and a lot of new resources so I'm really excited about that so you'll have to uh, stay tuned and um, there will be much much more coming but I want to thank you for listening it is something that impacts me so much because when I was doing music ministry full-time I wanted a resource like this and there really wasn't anything like this specifically for musicians and so that's why I prayed about it a lot and said okay I'm gonna create it and I think that this is something that as we move forward um, I hope that it blesses you and encourages you and helps you be the best minister that you can be being the healthiest person that you can be. So if you want to keep up with the podcast, I would encourage you to subscribe on whatever podcast service you're listening to. Um, and I'd love to have you go and give a rating and review. That helps me be a little bit more seen by others, uh, but also getting your feedback can also help me if there's anything that I need to improve. And if you want to be reaching out to me directly, email churchmusicmakers at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening and God bless your week.